podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for your time. Uh, you've come here to listen to a couple of uh, scouts talk about some youth players uh, around the world, uh, and we have a yeah we have a series of uh, really some fantastic players who have really shined over the last couple of months and uh, really deserve their recognition of uh, of being uh, reviewed here on the show. Uh, this is, of course, part of the Taking the Charge Substack, uh, takingthecharge.substack.com. Uh, you can jump on there, subscribe. You can become a paid subscriber with the paid subscription. You get uh, the paid the uh, Taking the Charge Prospects podcast. Every week we talk to a young player around the world, in-depth interview, get to know them. Uh, and then also part of the paid subscription are the full archives of this show, uh, the show is available uh, for free for two weeks and then is put behind a paywall. Um, and uh, so this is where we review uh, some of the top young uh, players around the world. This week we have Ivan uh, Mitrovic and Jason Felipe um, talk about uh, a bunch of guys playing at the Adidas Next Generation Tournament as well as one player playing at the uh, U19 ABBA League Final Four. Um, so I will let uh, let the guys uh, let you uh, f- hear what the guys have to say. Uh, again, like I said, uh, I appreciate your time. There's so many uh, other choices for for you to uh, to uh, to pick, to to check out, to listen to, and uh, you have come here. It is uh, unbelievably appreciated. Thank you. Um, and uh, like I said, we first start off with Ivan Mitrovic and then Jason Jason Filippi. Uh, thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, back on the Talking Talent show. Uh, been a while since we've done one of these. Uh, I, we have uh, Ivan Mitrovich uh, with uh, BalkanProspects.com. Uh, Ivan, welcome back. How are you doing? Thanks. Good to be back. I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Do you remember how to do these uh, in-depth <laughs> pieces? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had some hard time getting back to to routine but it's it's not it's not that bad i guess yeah um so you um you took in a little bit of the under nine uh under 19 abba league which uh, i guess is one of the, your guys that you'll be talking about um this week uh maybe just your your thoughts in general about the about that tournament um uh did you end up going to both days uh, how much did you see what did you think of it no, I, I was I was in Ljubljana only for a semifinal day, so I, I watched watched those teams once. But it it was it was just as expected. Pretty much everything was about Nikola Jovic, who who played his last games before heading to the USA for workouts, NBA workouts, and Mega was loaded. It was him. And Nikola Jovic came back after after injury, so it was kind of a, his first. Uh, serious minutes he played in months, and they brought uh, uh, Ukrainian guy Alexander Kobzisti. They brought uh, Andrea Grbovic, uh, who was um, who was the MVP of the tournament. I mean, brought they all play they all played the um, uh, senior senior league this this season uh, for Okka Belgrade on a loan. Uh, Danilo Labovic, point guard as well. Luka Bogavac. So Mega was by far the most talented and the best team there. So winning it. it it was it was a must for them, but they had some hard times in 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 the first game against Igokea, who was shooting lights out. Basically, they scored everything. They they, they all the shots they took. 
Vuk Boškovic je tam Saldelalic, led, led this team. So, okay, Mega had bigger depth, depth in their roster and more talent. That's, that's how they win, but it was pretty close game for like 30 minutes. And then the other two teams, Studenski Center, SC Derby, uh, had Ivišić twins. So that's that's what all the guys wanted to see beside uh, Nikolajovic. And and uh, Ljubljana had, Cedevita had basically almost the same team like in Ljubljana NJT. Just added uh, Sasha Ciani and Nil Jovanovic and missed some y- y- younger guys, but Overall, it, it was it was good to check on those 2003-2004 guys again, uh, probably for the last time this year in this in this competition. Yeah, because I mean they have been Mega has been uh, picked for the uh, as one of the wild cards for the DS Next Generation tournament, and and uh, you know they'll have the, obviously, or I would imagine they're going to bring uh, Jurisic. I don't. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I I can't imagine why why they wouldn't um, as long as he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, let's um, let's jump right in then uh, to uh, your trio of guys, and uh, and uh, we're going to uh, start with uh, one of the one of the you know from from the from the smaller teams, let's say, or the lesser known teams uh, from the Adidas Next Generation tournament. Uh, in uh, Lupuliana, he's probably one of the better, better one of the best players I would imagine there. Um, obviously, uh, you know, being selected for the for the all tournament team, you know, uh, proved, you know, I mean, he was pretty good last year already, and then you know, a yeah. year older and everything else. Um, Jakub Nekas, a uh, Czech uh, Czech player from from Basket Bruno, uh, you know, it's a guy we saw last year at the Adidas Next Generation tournament, you know, under uh under 18, uh under well, under 16 way back in 2000 uh 2019 uh, played the U20 qualifiers last uh, last summer um you know and is you know if he's not if he's not uh I imagine he's probably in the extended uh, roster or or very close to being extended roster uh for the senior national team and as a guy that eventually they you know you know he offers enough weapons yeah um that you know at least bring him in and uh and see how he reacts to you know being around you know the big guys and all that other stuff so um so let let us know what you have on uh Jakub Nekas yeah right i mean he was the best the best player of this basket Bruno uh, team in NGT Ljubljana and he ended up being a member of all tournament team since he averaged 17.7 points per game, 8.7 rebounds per game, and and 4.5 assists per game, which says enough about his versatility on offensive end at this level. And he he's a legit senior player already, even though he's 2004 born, but he he's playing his second full season in Czech NBL league, and at, at the moment he averages around six points and and uh, above three rebounds. And in Czech league, and he he plays around twenty minutes per game, which is pretty 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 a lot for for a two thousand four born guy. Guy, uh, as you said, he he was member of U sixteen and U eighteen national teams uh, of Czech Republic. And as I said, he he has some great versatility on offensive end, but um, he is a six eight tall forward. 
his body improved a lot and it's already well developed and pretty strong for for his age but looking looking at him a year and two years ago he didn't look that strong so his body really developed in, in past year a year or year and a half uh he had also some some issues with with coordination in past but it's all fixed and now he moves really fluidly on the court runs down the floor well and and he's and he can do it both with and and without the ball so he really improved his his uh, um, mobility and his coordination uh besides playing in open court he does a solid job in in possession game and as i said he is really versatile versatile forward and he displayed his full versatility in in Ljubljana uh he's able to to play with the ball in his hands and he actually likes to do it on on, on this level uh has aggressive first step which helps him to to drive by his defender defenders when when attacking from from perimeter and he has no troubles to to end those drives at the rim uh and even he showed ability, some ability to play above the rim. He has a couple of, of dunks, both in open court and of, and possession games. So his athleticism is also on a, on a pretty solid level. Uh, moves well without the ball. Uh, he has a good court awareness and, and he's really able to score after cuts, but also to hit spot-up spot uh, three-point sh- shots. Uh, but I think he needs to, to make his shot more consistent for a higher level. Uh, he can score off the spot, but he cannot do it off the dribble nor of the move. But also, shooting off the spot needs to be more more consistent for for playing on a higher level. Uh, but one one thing that stands out for him is his passing. He's above average passer for his position and his age. Uh, he really sees everything on the court and is able to find open guys. Guys and his his passing package is is advanced in my opinion. Is he can pass. Uh, with both hands, he did some no look passes, and I think re- really he is above average uh, passer for for his for his age. Uh, on the other side of the floor, he he also has some versatility on defensive end. Uh, he he can defend basically all positions on this level, and I think he has some possibility to trans- translate that to a higher level. Just his size. He's around six eight, or probably will not let him guy guard bigs inside. Uh, not so quick laterally, but he is able to stay in front and, and maintain position. And as I said, he has strong body, so it 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 can help him on defensive end on 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 this stage. Overall, he, in my opinion, he is probably the the top, the best Czech prospect at the moment. As I said, he can do bits of everything on the on the on the defensive side. He has some really interesting versatility and solid size with improved improving body and. I'm really looking forward to 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 see him playing, uh, in in coming years. I don't know what his path will be. Uh, will he will he keep in, keep playing on a on a senior level in Czech Republic, or he might go, uh, college as I as I think he with with his versatility, size, and his and and body, I think he he could fit over there. But anyway, as I said, he is probably the best Czech prospect uh, at the moment. I, I don't know if you remember, um, but it seemed to me that he kind of started slow, didn't really know um, maybe what uh, maybe what he needed to do or how he how he could or maybe Bassano. The first game was against Bassano and how yes. they how they were maybe, um, you know, maybe focusing more on him. Um, and I, I just went back and looked. And in that first game, he had 15 points. 
uh, he only had two points in the first half. And, and yes, yeah. I, I remember that he seemed to step up and, and take more charge uh, uh, in that second half and then just kind of rode that all the way through. And, you know, this was a really good tournament for him also just because of the, of the, uh, of the level of competition, you know, Basano, you had all those, uh, you know, he had those great athletes that he was, you know, having to go against, you know, here, you know, either direct on ball or whatever. And then you had Real Madrid, obviously. Um, but in, a, and then you had the, the structure, uh, the solid structure that Alba Berlin had. And then, you know, in that last game against Sevilla Olympia, you know, 24 points, uh, uh, 11 rebounds, seven, uh, seven assists, you know, besides the, uh, the four steals. So, you know, you really saw, um, you really saw a guy who sort of stepped up each, each game, you know, and, yeah. uh, and really, you know, the, the crowning achievement, I guess, if you want to call it, whatever is that last game where, you know, really flirted with a, with a triple double. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I think it was also good to see how he responds to being the number one gun for your, you know, yeah. for your team. Um, yeah. and, and the expectations also being on you, not no expectations on the team, because nobody, you know, thought Bruno would do very much, um, but the expectations on you after having done it a year earlier, sometimes, sometimes like Menchel, you know, from from Maccabi, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, he to me he was one of the, uh, I, I think you, I don't know if you really call him one of the busts, not, you know, but I mean like because for me it was hard to to figure out whether or not he took a step forward or not because he was, you know, he was gunning and doing everything. And this year he just had a really different role uh, than he had last year. Um, whereas, you know, Nekas was like a guy who, you know, a lot of thought was, you know, there was a lot of, you know, expectations on him. Um, also Especially. playing, also playing up last year uh, in, in the summer. Um, so yeah, I think, I think he really did a good job. Uh, let's move to, to another guy. Um, uh, so, so Nekas is, uh, January, late January birthday. Uh, so he's already turned 18. Uh, he'll turn the 19, uh, sort of, uh, well, late January next year. Uh, next guy is, uh, Henry Vasser, um, from Real Madrid, Estonian. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is a guy who's already made his, uh, uh, debut with the Estonian senior national team. Um, and, um, he, he was close to he was close to actually getting a a, a spot in the all tournament team um, if he hadn't you know sort of had a I'll say a different role in the uh, in the final in the in the first place game against against Shagiris you know only had three points and two rebounds uh, but I think he also yeah. had you know a little more you know they wanted to have him try to you know defend more and you know just you know not every not every time offense can go through and you everything else um, but you know you look at his middle two games and you know double doubles in both of the middle games and you know uh, flashing you know some of the some of his versatility which makes him such an intriguing prospect um you know so obviously you mentioned uh, real madrid playing with the eba team in the fourth division uh i, I don't know are you are you surprised you know you know there's been so much made of, of Real Madrid and you can kind of, you know, start with this answering this question and then just, and then just continue on uh, with your, with your thoughts about him. Uh, you know, there's been so much thoughts about uh, so much made about Real Madrid and how they give so many people chances, uh, so many of the youngsters a chance. Um, are you surprised at all that they, that they didn't call on him at all this year? I mean, you look at, uh, so what Bob Miller got in there, um, so Papa Miller did, 
um, Garuba got in there. Klofser got in there. Um, so, uh, but uh, yeah. you know, Vizar is one guy that they that that, that didn't come in, uh, that didn't get a, a debut with the uh, seat with the uh, first team for, um, with the first team for um, for Real Madrid. Uh, thoughts on that, and then and then what what do you uh, what did you think of uh, of uh, Henry? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, there was a for sure spot spot for him when they had this uh, roster troubles when all basically. All youth guys played in, in Euroleague when Klavzer made his debut when he scored uh, 11 points and everybody else played. But it might be, it might have has to do with that. As as far as I've heard, he 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 is going college, so it might has to do with that. I mean, maybe Real Madrid doesn't want to let him play that much since they know he is he is leaving. I I don't know if, if that's if that's a fact, but that's what comes up to my mind because I think he for sure had. Had spot in in the team and and could could play at least a couple of minutes when they had those roster issues, so that that's that's my my thoughts on that. But other than that, uh, as you said, he he probably if he played better in final game Ljubljana, he'll probably be the the member of all tournament team. Since he did not, he he averaged only let's call it only but eight point five points per game, six point seven rebounds, and almost two blocks. Uh, in Ljubljana, uh, he really performed well well for Estonia in, in last year FIBA under 18 challenger, where he had almost uh, above 16 points and and uh, more than 11 11 rebounds per game. Uh, for sure, he is one of the most talented bigs in in this generation. Uh, he stands out with his size and length. He is currently six ten tall, and I think he has a plus wingspan. Uh, has skinny skinny body, but but has solid frame though, which which is yet to be filled. And I think he'll get he'll become stronger stronger in, in years that are coming. Um, he moves very well for his size. He's fluid athlete. He can run the floor. He can he can even play play with with the ball in his hands on the open on the open court. So he's really mobile and moves fluidly for for size size he has. Uh, he's also a versatile guy who can play in and out. Uh, he has solid touch around the rim and things to his sides and, and length. He can he can play above the rim. Uh, one thing that that's that stands out over there in a negative way. I think he needs to work on his left hand finishing, as he finishes most of his uh, hooks, layups, and and everything other than dunks with his um, with his right hand. So I think. He needs to upgrade his left hand finishing, and his lack of strength is occasionally a problem when finishing in the paint. But that will that will uh, fix once he gets stronger and, and tougher. Besides that, he has pretty decent low post skill set. Uses his uh, body well and uh, can even uh, take some hook shots. Can take some fadeaways when needed. So it, it's pretty pretty versatile as well. Uh, beside that, he is able to put the ball on the floor when when stretching the floor, and and he's able to attack closeouts with with a couple of dribbles dribbles, which is not that common for a, for a guy who is six ten tall and 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 eighteen years old. Uh, beside that, he has decent range, has a solid touch behind the three point line, and has a quick release and and fluid fluid jumper for a guy of his size. Uh, also, one other thing is that he has pretty decent court vision and he can pass above the guys, 
uh, with with either hand. Uh, on the defensive end, he is a definitely a shot changer. Uh, he, guys cannot shoot over him because of already mentioned size and length. He is a great protect rim protector. Uh, doesn't have troubles with with to guard inside because of his because of his ability to block shots. So guys will not will not take shots over him, but. He needs to upgrade his body in order to defend stronger bigs on, on a higher level. Either that is an NCAA or a professional basketball. So, the, and of course, he he is not that quick because he has pretty long long uh, long legs. But he can he can stop drives and and uh, force force guy force guys to pass. Since as I've said, he is a pretty pretty good rim protector and shot changer. So guys will not would not take shots that easily over him uh I, th- I think we mentioned that in our review of of NGT Ljubljana uh his energy level was not the greatest on this one and I think that's something he really needs to put work not to put work but but to improve that uh so I think he needs to to have better energy and, and, and higher level motor on on any stages he plays but beside that he is as I said one of the most talented bigs and I think uh, with his size, length, versatility, uh, being able to dribble the ball, to shoot it, to even pass a bit, to score from different positions, I think he, when he, when his body develops and upgrades on a higher level, he will probably be one of the best, one of the best bigs on any level he plays. So I think he is as well the top top Estonian prospect at the moment, and I think the future is is bright for him. It's fun to watch. <laughs> for sure that, that that's for sure yeah yeah all right all right let's go to um your third guy and uh is uh with um, oh wait so um this are uh turned 18 at the end of march so play yeah. uh we'll play almost all of next season as an 18 year old uh next guy last guy is a player that was not at the this next generation tournament um because he's actually a year older uh 2003 born uh amzal amzal dalalic uh from bosnia and Herzegovina, and um played for the national team back uh on, at the under 16 way back in 2019 which truly that tournament in italy seems like five lifetimes ago <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> it really does it really does uh, forever ago um, and of course, just to re- just to remind you, that was you know that was under six- that was under sixteen European Championship, which was the qualifiers for the under seventeen World Cup, which was two thousand nineteen, which t- should have taken place. That was of course you know two thousand three generation. So Spain won that tournament with um, Ruben Dominguez, Ruben Dominguez, um, and of course Juan uh, Juan Nunez uh, was playing a year up, and of course uh, some other some other you know faintly known French guy was playing a year up there that too. That was uh, Victor Wemanyana's uh, first tournament, and uh, and uh, so first chance to see him live, and that was just amazing. Um, so that's how long ago that tournament was. Um, but playing you know playing for Igokea. Um, yep. And he was, uh, I think you mentioned him briefly, uh, was at this, at the uh, ABBA under 19 league and uh, had a big game against Mega with 25 points. Uh, I'm not going to steal much of your thunder. Uh, he plays, um, has played a couple of uh, 
uh, ABBA league games with the uh, senior team also also made his uh, uh, got into a basketball champions league game as well. Um, so what do you have on uh, um, uh, Amzal Dalalic? Yeah, as you said, he he is with the Kia. He signed a long term deal with them, and he is just now loaned to uh, Boris Baneluka, which played in ABBA too. So he will end the season with them, and I guess he'll play next season there as well. Um, he has some best basketball background. His father was a player, Amit Delalic. But other than that, he he, as I've said in, in the in the beginning, he really played well in this ABBA ABBA under nineteen. Not only Final Four, he played great in, in qualification tournament as well. So he averaged in total to, uh, 20.2 points per game, 6.5 re- rebounds per game, and 4.2 assists in, in ABBA U19. And out of those 40, 43 points, he scored 43 points in, in on the final, final Four tournament in two games. So he was really the, the leader of this team. Uh, He's above average size guard as he stands at uh, 203 at the moment, 668. And uh, he is able to play basically positions from, from one to three at this youth level. Uh, I saw him in, in Baneluka in qualification tournament and, and now this week, I mean, last week in, in Ljubljana. And I think he really improved as a creator. He can he can play both as a primary and secondary, secondary ball handler. But he likes to have ball in his hands and, and create. Um, he has long and quick enough first step, which which helps him to create advantage when when driving driving to the rim. And uh, has advanced finish finishing package a package at this stage. He can end drives with with either hand. He can end up drives with floaters, euro steps, and stuff like that. But I think he will need to make it more consistent to to translate it to. To higher level, which he'll probably play next year. Uh, besides finishing the rim, he's a pretty decent shooter from long range. Uh, he was always capable of shooting off the spot, and he was pretty accurate in those. But he became more confident uh, as a shooter of the bounce and of the move, which which really I really like about him. And he is now able to to score three point shots shots in rows. Mm, he has slight problems with when unnecessary turnovers, but I think that's a minor issue and, and I think that will fix in future as he gets more mature and it it can be it can be due to his his time when with, with the ball in his hands as he, he has it in ninety five percent of the time on the court. So those turnovers can come out of those out of these minutes. But other than that he is also a decent passer. He's able to pass off the live dribble not only with with either hand, and uh, he is solid pick and roll creator as well uh, for himself and and his teammates at, at this level. Uh, not the most aggressive defender, but he is able to to stay in front of of guys he is def- he is defending, and I think he'll be more uh, of an off ball defender in future because of because of his size. Uh, overall. He is one of the most intriguing, intriguing Bosnian prospects at the moment. Uh, I like the fact that he can do a lot of things on the floor, especially on offensive end. As I've said, he can he can shoot from long range. He can he can score off the dribble shots. He can drive to the basket on this level. Uh, he can create both from him, himself and and his teammates. As he is a good enough passer, but I think he needs to to work on on being 
to work on having one one major major offensive strength and then not just doing 10 things good he, i think he needs one one thing that he does he does the greatest possible so overall as i said he's probably one probably one of the the best bostian guards uh in in youth categories and i think he he'll have pretty solid role if he if he plays uh abba 2 next year or even if he plays uh abba 1 next year i don't know where will he end up playing but i think he he has bright future ahead of him and and he he'll be very inter- interesting guy to to watch in in next year or two if you were to have to say one of those traits characteristics skills uh, that he would be best served to have as his dominant skill. What do you think it would be? It's a tough, but I think as as he really he has solid jumper. I think he should focus on making it making it way way more versatile and and I mean as I said he he, he improved as a as a off the move shooter of the bounce hitter, but. If he if he makes it really his major strength, I think that's something that he'll excel in uh, in future. Since he is pretty tall, I don't know how much of a of a point guard position he'll play in future. I think he'll be more of a secondary ball handler. So I think beside beside his creativity, I think he if he if he translate his shot on on a on a elite level, I think that's something that that could be his main main characteristic in in senior basketball. All right, uh, and uh, Delalich is, um, as we mentioned, 2013 born. He is 18 right now. He will turn. Uh, he's uh, yeah, 18 right now. He'll turn 19 uh, in the um, third week of July. Um, all right. So, uh, even why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, read your stuff, etc., and then we'll get on our way. Yeah, um, I'm under Balkan Prospects at uh, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, our website is BalkanProspects.com. Where we're gonna have some more content coming up soon, since we covered and we will cover a lot of tournaments in in these two months. So that's where people can find my stuff. Yes, and I'm looking forward to meeting uh, even in a couple of weeks. Uh, right in in Belgrade. Uh, <laughs> Where all yes. this uh, craziness is going to uh, to take place, uh, take center stage one more time. Uh, Ivan, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, and we will talk to you in two weeks. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. So back on the Talking Talent uh, podcast, uh, we were just talking beforehand. Uh, it's been a while since uh, we've done these uh, in-depth things. Uh, I had the whole Adidas Next Generation tournament, uh, you know, previews, reviews, etc. Uh, but we have uh, Jason Filippi. Uh, Jason, uh, welcome back. How are you feeling? Oh, all's well. Happy to be back. You know, uh, on because it's actually been a while because I had skipped our last uh, uh, group, you know, session to uh, you know, cap off the uh, the the Ljubljana ANG two tournament. Yes, and I believe that you actually won thanks to your uh, your <laughs> propensity yeah. to take uh, Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, I, my, my new strategy just take guys from the, the best team i worked with uh, uh just, just take french just them. take french players or real madrid players right <laughs> that's the winning move yes <laughs> well it's the winning move for sure it's uh uh guys are are winning uh, big time with um 
I sound like Trump. Uh, winning uh, with, uh, I mean, those those you know Real Madrid, uh, fan, a really fun game. Um, and uh, and obviously the French, and you know we have the Danish Next Generation tournament finals coming up. And um, we figured out it's actually two less than two weeks uh, time of recording. Actually, two weeks from today, time of recording, I'll actually be. Uh, I might actually even be in uh, Serbia by then. Um, flying oh. in on. On Tuesday, Wednesday is uh, Wednesday, uh, May, uh, May, 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 Wednesday, May 18th. Yeah, is that what it is? May 18th, uh, Wednesday, yeah, no, May 17th, May 17th, May 17th. Uh, I, uh, May 18th is the Wednesday, sorry, way yeah, because the, the NGT starts the day before the right. early war, so. exactly. So, uh, looking forward to that. What are your thoughts on, on that? Let's just start with that really quick. Well, like I said, you know, uh, obviously it should be a high, higher level tournaments, uh, the highest level tournament, because like I said, you know, all the teams, you know, are, are, are truly the best, you know, the one team that perhaps, you know, is a little less talented is Maccabi, but we said that about Maccabi and they still made the finals of the uh, Patras tournament. So, you know, never, never underestimate them by just saying that talent wise, regardless of how much, how well they may do as a team talent wise, they're by far the least talented uh, team of the eight there. And as always, I'm going to be curious to see the uh, Adidas next generation tournament. Uh, it's, which is going to be an all-star team, you know, of the best players, you know, that they've had. And so I'm really curious to see, you know, what, who the coaches think are the best players, because mm -hmm. obviously anyone who was selected probably means that they really liked him and anyone who might not have been selected, you know, I'm sure he has other commitments, but speculation that, you know, a non-selected player who though had played well might not have impressed the coaching staff, you know, off the court perhaps. Well, so. yeah, that, that, that's, that's, it's going to be interesting to kind of uh, also to kind of think about like maybe why he may have taken, you know, they've may have taken one guy or another. I mean, because, you know, they want to, they want to try to win it, you know? And so you have to think, okay, well, you know, we have to have guys that are going to do this or this and, you know, I know one very prominent player. I can't, you know, say his name because I was sworn to secrecy, but someone, you know, from the coaching staff of the Adidas team said that, you know, uh, he's good, Jason, but we're not going to bring him because, you know, we don't like his attitude. I mean, they, it's good. It's good for the kids too to also kind of, uh, you know, try to figure out, you know, if you're not at the top of the pecking order in a select team like this, um, you know, how, how you, how you deal with that, you know, and, 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 and also then in that case, learn from it. So, uh, definitely going to be interesting to see who uh, who they take. Uh, let's uh, start off. We have um, we have uh, three guys, uh, three guys who played uh, in the uh, tournament. Uh, and the first one we're going to go with is Pacom Didier, uh, who was on the uh, Next Generation team in Patras, a French player, uh, and uh, is actually with Paris Basketball. Um, I guess kind of came came up actually in the uh, Asphalt system and then moved to Paris basketball, which is an interesting move. Um, uh, was part of the part of the team that won the U uh, sixteen European Challenger the last summer to get France to the uh, FIBA Under seventeen Basketball World Cup. So that means he's a, a two thousand five generation. So played a year younger on that selection team for Patras. 
so what do you have on Pacom.ie? Anyway, so Pacom.ie was one of uh, my favorite players from the Patras tournament. And, you know, I'm certainly not the only one that admired his play there. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you, I was not all that impressed with Pacom last summer at the uh, U18 Euro Challengers. Um, but uh, I, I really liked him when I went to Paris early in the season um, and, you know, saw him play. Uh, both with the Espar team as well as with the French uh, Pro uh, Pro A team, and like I said, he was uh, definitely came into his own in, in Patras, where he was one of the top players on the team. And um, you know what I like about Pacom is you know just like he's a very skilled player and he has natural talent, not just from a physical standpoint. He just has a great a great feel for the game, just natural instincts, natural talent. Uh, Pacom is a uh, big ball handling wing. He's uh, uh, about six seven, uh, with you know long, long lanky build, long arms. Uh, he's a pretty good athlete too. Uh, so he definitely has the physical tools to be a high, high level player. But in addition to these physical tools, the size and all, he like I said, he just has a great all round. A game. He has excellent ball skills. He can, you know, shoot. He can drive. He can put the ball on deck. He can pass the ball. Uh, he can act as a secondary ball handler. You know, as you probably know by now, I love big ball handling wings, and Pacom Dadia definitely, you know, fills that uh, uh, that uh, that type of player. Uh, like I said, he often acted as a uh, secondary, if not a primary ball handler with the Adidas Next Generation team. And he does that even with the Espar uh, team, often acts as a uh, secondary, if not primary ball handler. Uh, in the open court, he is a primary ball handler. If he gets a defensive rebound, he's running the play to the end. Um, and you know, obviously, like I said, you know, he's at his best, of course, in the open court where he can run freely. Uh, and kind of do his thing. You know, he needs to improve in the half court, being in the game a bit, perhaps. Uh, obviously, you know, in two aspects. Uh, like I said, I, his playmaking skills are legitimate. I think, you know, he needs to improve two things in the half court game. He needs to improve his three point shot. Um, he is not a great three point shooter, admittedly, even though, you know, he has improved and you know he can make three-point shots but he doesn't have a great pull-up jump shot he's more of a set shooter and he's very streaky he's very inconsistent very unreliable uh so his three-point shooting is not a strength yet and the other thing i just think that you know he needs um to get a little tougher stronger physically because you know he's one of those guys that you define as being a, a finesse player uh but sometimes perhaps too much too much finesse um, he doesn't finish very well with the contact, uh, which is a pity, though, because, like I said, he has the physical tools to get by man and to shoot and score over players quite well. Uh, but he just needs to learn, learn how to, you know, take contact uh, better in that aspect. Uh, but anyways, I really find him intriguing, you know, especially as a uh, potential secondary ball handler. Uh, from the wing position, even at the pro level, I'd say that he is a legitimate NBA prospect in that aspect. Um, you know, obviously he needs to improve on the defensive end. Um, like so many, you know, young guys remember, I mean, he's only 17 years old. Um, so he needs to improve on the defensive end. I think above all though, it's a question of also just, you know, attitude mentality and um, the fact that he's not very strong, you know, he lacks physicality. You know, he is perhaps what we say too much of a finesse player, but part of it, you know, comes from him being, 
you know, pretty light uh, frame. He's got great size and length, but he's just not very strong yet. But once again, he's 17, so we'll probably, you know, hopefully just fill up. His body will fill up naturally, actually, uh, over time. But no, he definitely does, though, probably have to become more of a physical player, you know, regardless of, you know, his actual body strength. Because, like I said, he is more of a finesse player, you know, on the offensive end, and that kind of stereotype shows on the defensive end, too. But I think the sky's the limit. Paco Mdadier is a very underrated prospect at this point. Uh, you don't see him being mentioned, you know, uh, in many, you know, uh, NBA mock drafts for, you know, uh, 2023 and beyond. But I think he is a uh, going to be a legit, you know, NBA prospect forward. Uh, I think that Paris basketball made another wise move, wise investment, you know, after uh, Juan Begaran and uh, Ismael Kamagate, they may have a third uh, potential NBA, you know, draft pick, which, you know, will also mean, you know, a third, you know, buyout. Uh, for them to uh, cash in on. So I'll be very intrigued to see what happens, you know, in Paris with uh, Pocomtadier. Uh, yeah, actually, um, he's actually still only 16. <clears throat> he doesn't even turn 17 until the, uh, almost the end of July. So um, there's, there's, there's that physical aspect of it too. I mean, you know, it's one of the things that you, you know, you have to look at these guys and you're like, you know, age, you know, 16, you know, there's going to be physical maturity that comes along um and uh that will will just naturally uh come onto his body um obviously also looking at depending on you know how much weight uh you know weightlifting he does whatever but uh, yeah i mean like you mentioned you know it's um it's pretty uh it's a pretty pretty uh sly move to to bring him in uh for you know for paris you know it's uh you know you 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 know it's it's a it's a it's a program that's building there in paris and this is the kind of things that you you know that give you the, you know, the, the equity, the, um, you know, also the, 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 the trust, uh, the exposure, uh, also the, you know, um, the, the reputation from, you know, prospects wanting to go to a, a club where you're going to get drafted. You, know, you think mega people go to mega because they, they get drafted. And if you, if you start seeing guys go to, uh, to the NBA draft through Paris, then you're going to see even better guys go there. So, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting move by them. Um, the next guy is, um, is, uh, Ryan, uh, Rupert, uh, who's actually the son of, uh, former EuroLeague player, uh, Thierry Rupert, uh, who died, um, after being in a coma, um, I think about six months or so died, um, like nine or 10 years ago. Um, and uh, that was Thierry uh, Ropera, and actually his sister um, uh, is uh, is a 2001 born Iliana, and is um, was actually the MVP of the Women's Zero Cup uh, this uh, past season, playing for playing for for Borg. Um, uh, and then so uh, Ryan Ropera, you know, he was he was uh, you know he was you know really close to actually uh, being named the MVP of the, of the tournament, uh, for INSEP, uh, in, in, um, in Varese, uh, just didn't quite have the, uh, the, the final game, uh, you know, you know, you could say just nine points and five assists, um, but kind of was, uh, was, was picking up points at the end of the game. Um, and, and, uh, 
but you know, really impressed with uh, with length and 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 everything else, and obviously playing for for Incep in the in the third division in um, in France, and is uh, part of the the U eighteen team uh, that played last year at the U uh, eighteen Challengers, a year younger. Uh, so you would imagine he he'll be one of the leaders of the 2004 generation this summer, as they try to uh, qualify for the under 19 uh, World Cup for 2023, uh, which obviously top five spots uh, get there get there. So um, why don't you have why don't you give us what you have on uh, Ryan Rupert? So Ryan Rupert, you know, as you said, he was one of the best players at the uh, Adidas Next Generation League in. Um, in uh, Varese. Um, I'll be honest with you. Um, I did not, I was not impressed with Ryan when I saw him last summer at the, you know, um, under 18 uh, qualifiers and all. Um, but, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, I watched him play uh, this season in the, uh, you know, the French uh, third division uh, where he was played extremely well. And uh, he continued, you know, to uh, show, what he is in the Varese tournament also. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm shocked. He was arguably the MVP of the tournament for me, and he ended up not being in the top five, which was a travesty because they had two more, they had two of his teammates um, in it. And I thought he was the best player on the team. You know, he didn't play great in the finals perhaps, but the final was also a blowout, at least in the second half. So his numbers, I think, you know, were a little irrelevant in the final game, like I said, he would have probably been my, you know, vote for MVP of the tournament. Uh, but like I said, people, you know, everyone sees things differently. But anyways, I was very impressed with Ryan Rupert's progress. As you said, you know, this young man, you know, he was born to be a pro basketball player. He has basketball in his blood. You know, his father was a former pro player as well as his sister. And, you know, he has, you know, the physical profile of a uh, prototypical NBA combo guard. Um, he is at least 6'6", if not more. And it looks like he may still be growing based on his body type. And like I said, I love, you know, the, like I said, he's a true combo guard, in my opinion. I mean, not in the best way, in the sense that he can truly play either position. Um, I really do like him as a point guard. You know, as a straight point guard anyway, even though I think he will be more of a combo. You know, he showed solid playmaking skills. Uh, you know, he was careful with the ball. Uh, he can both, you know, run the pick and roll as well as, you know, just drive and kick uh, as well as throw lobs to big men. So he definitely has a legit playmaking skill. And obviously, though, you know, he can play off the ball too. You know, uh, I think he, he needs to improve his pull-up jump shot. Um, but, you know, he will make, you know, spot up, you know, three point shots, um, his shot is quite inconsistent, uh, but it has improved and I'm sure it will continue to improve. Um, but like I said, I just love his ability. You know, he's the ideal combo guy that you can just plug in, you know, to whatever, you know, whatever you need, he could become a, you know, uh, Halliburton, uh, type of player, perhaps, you know. Uh, at the pro level, uh, I'd say he's definitely a legitimate NBA prospect, uh, for sure. You know, uh, a potential Euro League star, if not, you know, a true NBA player. But um, I think, like I said, he's got you know huge potential, and he has great potential even on the defensive end. Uh, once again, like I said, I love his versatility to play both guard positions on both 
sides of the court. You know, he can defend, you know, uh, smaller playmakers as well as guard, you know, uh, shooting guards or even bigger wing players for that matter. Uh, and I think he does this already at, you know, a NBA or a, you know, good enough for the pro level, let's say uh, at a high level. Like I said, you know, just his, you know, just his body type and all, like I said, he, uh, he can already defend at a very high level uh, at both of his natural positions. Uh, so I think, like I said, he is, looks like a, like I said, he, he, he's, he has a, he has a very bright future, like all these young French kids. Um, I really do think, I think his game will also translate very well to the EuroLeague level for sure. And perhaps even the NBA, uh, level. So, uh, like I said, another, another great reason, obviously we're very curious to see where he ends up playing next year. If he stays at INSEP or if he goes to play for a pro club, a pro club team, uh, or not like that the did perhaps. So it will be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's a guy that will get on the court, uh, you know, if nothing else, just because of his fantastic defense, you know I mean? I, I, if, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a guard, uh, if I'm a guard wing, I, I'm like, come on, let's switch. Come on, let's switch. You know, let's get him off of me, <laughs> you know? Um, and, uh, and that, and that'll get him on the floor. Uh, that'll keep him on the floor. Um, if, if, you know, um, you, you know, uh, until, you know, the, the offense, you know, deficiency that may, may be there, um, is, is there, you know, if, if his shooting, you know, isn't quite as, as, as good as you might want it to be, uh, you know, looking at the, at the French league, you know, shot 23, 25% from three point range this year, you know, um, you know, lock him in a gym, you know, for, for a while. And, you know, that'll come, you know, there's, um, uh, you know, 77%, uh, free throw, uh, shooting percentage. So that, you know, that usually is a sign that, that there's a, that there is a, a, a touch of, uh, a, a, a shooting touch in there. Um, but yes, definitely. Um, uh, I, 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 I agree with, uh, with your, with your, uh, with your point about him being uh, on the all tournament team. Uh, I, 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 I really didn't, uh, I really didn't like that. He wasn't on there because I really do think that he was, he didn't have the, uh, greatest offensive, uh, 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 offensive execution, uh, uh scoring wise, uh, in, in the first, in the first place game, but that, that doesn't mean everything. And, and he was a huge part of, of them getting, uh, getting there and, uh, with his offense. And so, um, you know, repair, obviously, you know, he's going to be going to Belgrade, uh, in two weeks. Uh, as a major player and with them trying to, to win the title for the, uh, for the third time in uh, he will turn uh, 18 uh, the last day of May. Uh, I'm sure that would be a wonderful 18th birthday if he's able to celebrate with, uh, with the, uh, with the A&G title, uh, but we'll have to see. Uh, last guy um, is his teammates uh, with the, uh, with Incep and also played at the, uh, at the U18, uh, U18 European Challenger last year, also uh, will be a, a major pl- a major part of the team this summer at the Under 18 European Championship. Uh, uh, Melvin Ajinsa was selected for the All Tournament team, um, and uh, so why don't you let us know what you have on Melvin Ajinsa? 
Um, Melvin Aginsa is, you know, another underrated prospect. You know, I think, you know, the, a lot of these French kids come off as being a, perhaps a bit underrated because, you know, they're, like I said, playing for a team like INSEP, you know, that is so deep and talented. It's very hard to stand out. You know, if you even look at the statistics, you know, there's nobody who's scoring 20 points a game, but they have, you know, literally seven or eight guys that are scoring between like eight, nine points and 13, 14 points a game. Um, so yeah, every, every night it's a new, it's a new guy, it's a different guy. But uh, I think, you know, Melvin Aginto, he was one of the most consistent performers, you know, for, for INSEP, not only, you know, in the recent ANG team Berets where I saw him live, but even, you know, uh, in, uh, in French, you know, uh, junior league play and all. Anyways, um, Melvin Ajinka is a you know, prototypical uh, three and D wing player. Um, like I said, he has uh, decent size and great length. He has uh, very long arms that kind of compensate, you know, for his, you know, n- normal normal wing size. But he has, you know, his arm, his long arms help him play bigger. And, um, you know, he was always a elite def- defensive player, but he showed major improvements in his offensive game. Um, you know, I still think he needs to improve a lot off the dribble, uh, but he definitely showed progress in that area in, uh, in the tournament in Varese. And he has become a much more reliable and consistent three-point shooter. Um, you know, he needs to improve his pull-up game, but he's become, you know, a, a pretty, pretty reliable and consistent um, spot-up shooter, especially from the corners. You know, I'd say, you know, he's uh, pretty much a knockdown shooter from the corners. He needs to perhaps improve, you know, from straight away um, uh, in a 45-degree angle, but he's all knockdown shooter from the corners. And, um, you know, he's a very good open court player also. Like I said, he needs to improve perhaps his, you know, uh, his in-between game in the, in the half court. Because, uh, like I said, most of his shot, most of his scoring comes to either on spot of three-point shots or just you know, shots at close range. Uh, doesn't have much of a mid-range game yet. Um, and, you know, like, um, you know, just like uh, Rayon Ruperto, he's a super versatile wing defender. Um and you know, he, he can defend bigger players very well, as well as help pressure the ball. Uh, basically, he can defend though you know any any perimeter uh, player out there, thanks to his length and athleticism. And um, I really think that he kind of fits the the prototype of the three uh, and D wing player. Uh, even for the NBA level, I don't think he's as good as necessarily as good of a prospect as Dunier or Rupert, perhaps in the NBA uh, perspective. But what he does, I think, will translate to the highest level. So, I mean, he's a, you know, I think his floor is EuroLeague starter and his ceiling is NBA, you know, uh, NBA wing player. So, like I said, another, yet another, another stud player from the, uh, 2003, 2004, 2005 French generation. It's impressive how, I mean, pretty much now every every French <laughs> year of birth now seems producing multiple star players. It's not even a case where you can say, oh, wow, yeah, their 2005 generation is the best in Europe. They're <laughs> the best in Europe, 2004, 2005. You know, it's, it's amazing the, the, the depth uh, that they have in the uh, French junior player ranks right now. 
Yeah. I mean, we saw a lot of fours and fives this year with the Adidas next generation tournament. Um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of now, you know, French, um, French, French prospect geeks, whatever you want to call them, you know, def they definitely have plenty to talk about right now, but you know, it, it, that's, that's one of the, you know, that's one of the, the, the stalwarts of, of, a of, a of a basketball nation is to continue to develop those guys. And, you know, we're, we're seeing, you know, first of all, to, to take them from you know, like 17, 16, 17, 18 to then, you know, 19, 20, um, and make them into the stars that, you know, we think they might be, but then also to make sure that they have these 06 and 07 generation, um, you know, behind them so that when you're whatever, you know, your 99, 98 generation, when those guys sort of retire, you know, you like, you, this is, you know, it's a, it's a never ending factory that you need to continue to produce and produce, produce and produce. And it, it, I know, I know this, you know, this is, you know, this is sort of, you know, uh, really just uh, totally out of the blue, but is there, is there anything that you can kind of, I mean, you've, you've been doing this for a long time uh, and you've been, you know, seeing, you know, a lot in Europe as well for a long time. Is there anything that you might be able to sense what France is doing right now that's different than other people or, or different other countries or doing uh, different than what they've done in the past at all? Uh, the, the, the latter, the latter. I don't think they're doing anything differently than other countries. I think though they're doing things differently than they did in the past. Uh, I'm, uh, I've, I've spoken with people from the INSEP um, organization also, you know, about, like I said, about, you know, obviously, you know, <laughs> commenting on the great work they're doing and not the incredible talent. And, you know, they've, you know, confirmed with me though that, you know, yes, that they agree they have great talent, but they've realized though that, you know, they have changed the way they approach things, everything there is much more long-term now. And they're also changing, you know, the, the French INSEP, you know, players were known to being picture perfect. You know, they had perfect fundamentals, they looked great, but perhaps lacked a little toughness. Uh, right now, it seems to me that, you know, they're also trying to work on the players also from a mental standpoint, you know, to give them, you know, a certain, you know, mental edge, you know, certain mental toughness. You know, you have the stereotype of the French players being, you know, kind of, you know, unemotional, but perhaps a bit soft. They're trying to shed that image. Um, you know, and I just think that, you know, I've seen this, you know, with uh, this last batch of, you know, uh, French uh, inset players specifically. I mean, they appear to be much more tough and physical, much more aware of their talents. A, co a common theme that, you know, looking at reports on past French players, past, especially inset players or just French national who says, oh, wow, another kid who doesn't know how good he can be. Now I think the kids are getting that because, you know, they're, they're being told about, you know, how good they could be, but not in the sense that they're going to become full of themselves, but trying to make them understand the stakes that are, you know, in play here and uh, make them understand that, you know, uh, they have to go all in. Uh, basketball just can't be another fun hobby for them. So, you know, just kind of changing the mentality of the French, uh, the talented French players to make them understand uh, you know, that how talented they are and how good they can be, but also, also more importantly, the price that it takes, the sacrifices and the commitment that they must make. Yes, this is the word commitment that a coach from the uh, 
French, you know, insects he amused with me uh, when we met recently. He said, you know, the making kids understand the commitment they have to make to become not just good, but to become great, to become the best they can be. So, like I said, changing a lot of mentality of the players, not the basketball, you know, aspect, but the mental aspect of it, you know, how they, you know, present themselves and, you know, how they see themselves, you know, uh, professionally. And I, I think there's also the challenge now more for, for Minsep also uh, that, you know, other, these clubs are, are also, these other clubs are, are I'm not going to say popping up, but, you know, they're, they're doing a really good job as well. And it's not just, you know, used to, the French, the French youth national team used to be whatever, 85, 90% Incept guys, but now, you know, it's, it's like closer 50, 50 now, you know, like asphalt guys, Cholet guys, Strasbourg guys, and Incept guys. I think Asvel and Cholet specifically, their youth systems. Strasbourg, Strasbourg's, uh, I just wrote the article on, on Strasbourg uh, for, for BCL and, I didn't realize how many guys actually came through Strasburg in general. Uh, on that on that U nineteen team last year, they had three guys on uh, from Strasburg on that team, and and uh, and, and it, but you know, I, I I Strasburg never really came to mind, you know, as 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 a as a oh, as, yeah. a, as a parent. <laughs> and Chalet, but yeah, Strasburg too. You're right about that. Yeah. But anyways, I think though, there's a synergy here. I think, like I said, you know that. Strasbourg is seeing what um, Osvel and Chalet are doing and uh, vice versa. And Insep, for that matter, too, is seeing what they're yeah. doing in Osvel or in Chalet. Yeah. And, yeah. And, they're, and they're adapting yeah. and, and trying to figure out also, also how to sure. you know keep guys, get guys, and whatever. Because now well, you, you go they're to... competing. On one hand, they're competing, but mm -hmm. I think in the end, though, if they do things the right way that, you know, the real winner will be French basketball, yeah, yeah. you know, in fact, INSEP uh, or uh, Osvel or Chalet or Strasbourg that, you know, claims the, the, the uh, you know, the birthright of the player is uh, irrelevant at that point. The real winners will be French basketball. Yes. And, uh, and also us <laughs> with the quality of French basketball uh, that they're so, doing right now. Yeah. Uh, Jason, fantastic stuff. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, read your words, et cetera, and then we'll get on our way. Okay, thanks, David. Um, as I said, you know, I will. Uh, you can read my stuff, you know, on my Twitter account, Jason uh, at Jason Scout, uh, and I, um, you know, writing for uh, Pro, Pro Insight, uh, Pro ProspectiveInsight.com, as well as uh, for BasketballNews.com, and uh, just for you know anyone who's interested, I will be in uh, Pesaro uh, this weekend for the Italian uh, Under 19. Uh, next generation cup and i will be you know tweeting uh, from there on some of the top players that i will be scouting so you know uh, go ahead and uh, follow uh, my uh, twitter uh, account this weekend all right fantastic stuff and uh we'll talk to you in two weeks and actually i imagine we'll talk to you in two weeks live right are you going to be in belgrade uh, actually, I don't plan on being involved. You don't be involved. Ah, there goes our chance to meet up there. Ah, but we'll it's we'll we'll see each other down the road for sure. My expenses there, the little hotels prices were. Yeah, that's 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 true. They did they did kind of shoot up pretty quick once the once the once the venue was changed. So, all right, Jason, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yep. Okay. Thanks, David. Bye bye.